to What's Brewing CISFA. What's Brewing CISFA is a podcast produced for the California Community College's Student Financial Aid Administrators Association. I'm your host, Dennis Schrader. I serve as the 2021-2022 CISFA past president. Today's episode is the last in a series of eight makeup episodes that count for the two weeks that I've been out on vacation. In short, we're going to have one topic to talk about today. This is in past episodes. So to get to that, let's go. And right on into it we go. So welcome again to a special episode of What's Brewing Cisfa. And today's topic is Dennis's bookshelf. Hmm. He must have wrote this very late at night because he was trying to figure out how do we get eight topics all recorded in the same day. So they're all recorded on one Friday during my vacation because I didn't want to take time to get all the equipment set up and uh, work on this every day and I was out of town a little bit. But this one I thought was kind of important. We've talked about in the last few makeup episodes a variety of single topics here. We talked about financial aid as a concept, the magic formula, PJ, SAP, administering aid, student loans, FAFSA simplification today. Dennis's uh, episode is going to be called Get to the Bookstore, something like that will be the title of it. But it's really taking a look at Dennis's bookshelf. So I have lots of books at home, but I take most of my education ones over to my office because I just don't have the space here at home. And it seems to be growing because I, I tend to be a person that will uh, buy a book on a whim. I do like hardcovers over paperbacks. I know they weigh more, etc. but I think they're just sturdier in time. And so I've collected a number of higher education books. And when I went through my little listing, I keep a, a spreadsheet so I can kind of keep track of them and, uh, you know, kind of sort them out a little bit i i have a i have a condensed list of books that i've been reading and or have on the shelf waiting to read and so i think many of these are very important and or things to look into so the first one uh amazingly is something that i just listened to a podcast uh, on uh talking about this uh, and it wasn't a higher education one either uh, the book is called Game of Loans, The Rhetoric and Reality of Student Debt. And this was written by Beth Akers and Matthew Chingos. And so Beth Akers happens, I believe, work at now the American Enterprise Institute. She's written uh, uh, on a number of things related to education, including the next book down on my list here. But Game of Loans, I remember I did read this a number of years ago. It came out a while ago. And it just happened to be that she was being interviewed by one of her colleagues from AEI, the American Enterprise Institute, about student loans to try to understand where we're at. Because, again, this is a big topic in the news. It gets talked about a lot as far as loan forgiveness and what's going to happen and all the fear that there brings with it. And so uh, Miss Akers in particular had uh, some very good takes as far as where we are, understanding the reality of what we have, and in looking at it again, unfortunately, sometimes the federal government can seem like a blunt hammer, but sometimes you need a lot more nuance to any given program, even at the federal level. This is why sometimes it's hard to do these type of nuanced things at the federal level that they really need to do. But it's a great book. 
It's not that long, if I remember right. I don't, again, most of my books are at the office. I'm recording from home today. But it's not a very big book. So go out and look for that. Game of Loans. I think you can get the idea where this came from. The next book is also another Beth Akers book, Making College Pay. An Economist Explains How to Make a Smart Bet on Higher Education. I don't think I've read this book yet because this one came out thereafter from Game of Loans. Uh, but it, again, for me, anytime I can find a book that's on this kind of topic, I want to read more about. The next book, this one I think I read a while ago, Why Does College Cost So Much? I think that's straight out. That's from Robert Archibald and David Feldman. Again, I think if we understand some of the basics of the economics behind things for colleges, we have a better understanding of why does college cost so much. You would think, well, it's just cost of professors in the classroom. Well, it's so much more. You know, look at how much administration is required just to run a campus. And I'm not just talking about your guys in facilities. You know, there's administrators that have to oversee uh, departments that are mostly clerical offices, you know, uh, you know, people who are working behind the scenes. There's certainly some administration to the academic side. And again, we, we, you know, we talked a few episodes about student aid administration, all the different reports and all. Think of all the other types of reports that would have to be done on a campus. You know, if you've got probably, I don't know, caustic chemicals in your facilities department, you probably have to fill out some kind of OSHA or EPA report or something every year. You know, if you've got uh, police on campus, you probably got some kind of crime reporting and other things you have to fill out every year. Well, this is an administrative, you know, work that has to be done. Uh, you know, maybe 200 years ago, professors were the ones that were doing everything on their own campus, but their campus was probably like two buildings. And who knew if they even had indoor plumbing? I mean, who knows? It's it, Back in those days, yes, a professor could be the financial aid administrator by handing out a, a $10 loan to a student to go buy uh, books and art supplies for a whole semester. But we've made things very, very complicated. And anytime you have money coming from multiple sources, it only gets more complicated. So what book were we talking about? Of course, why does college cost so much? I think you might see this in a couple more uh, titles here down the line. Another one, uh, Redesigning America's Community Colleges, A Clear Path to Student Success by Thomas Bailey. I think that one's kind of made its rounds through a lot of people. Uh, it's um, out there in the community college land because, again, we're looking at ways to, again, improve community colleges and the experience for students because if you looked at, uh, looked at us on a purely numerical basis for student success, you'd wonder if we had any student success at all because our graduations are, percentage-wise, graduation rates are low. Persistence is low. Um, students who, again, end up taking remedial classes are sometimes the most off-put from being able to complete because if you knew that it was going to take you an extra four years just to get up to par on uh, English and math skills in order to complete a degree it might be a little, you know, disconcerting to figure out how you're going to do that. So Redesigning America's Community Colleges, A Clearer Path to Student Success by Thomas Bailey. Uh, another book on student debt, so Student Debt, Rhetoric and Realities of Higher Education Financing by Sandy Baum. I know I read that book. Uh, I think I got that at the same time I got Game of Loans. 
uh, a very uh, straightforward book of understanding student debt and colleges. Now, keep in mind, almost all of these things that I'm talking about on my bookshelf were bought pre-pandemic. So they do not take into account all the stuff that's happened during the pandemic, nor does it get into any of the talk of recent year or two on student loan forgiveness and all that discussion. A book by Bill Bennett, former Secretary of Education, Bill Bennett, William Bennett. Is college worth it? Again, I'm sure it's got a, a bit of a view to it because of, you know, Mr. Bennett's politics as far as who he's worked under. Whether that's your cup of tea or not, I'm not going to get into this. It's not a political show. It's still probably worth reading from someone who was a former Secretary of Education. This book coming up uh, took me some time to get through, mainly because it was kind of a big book. But I read it because anytime I see this kind of topic, I do want to read it and find out what's going on. So from Brian Kaplan, the book is The Case Against Education, Why the Education System is a Waste of Time and Money. There you go. Uh, it, it, it's obviously not as dire as you think, but it does talk about some things that we really have to think about. You know, what is higher ed turned into? But, you know, in many ways, it's a credentialing out, outfit. Students come, get their degrees, turn those degrees into part of their uh, resume and such, and go out to the work world and try to either apply that or they at least use it to get in the front door. And so part of this book talks about how, in a sense, we're really talking about credentialing in a sense that uh, because there's almost no other way for some employers to get reasonable size applicant pools, if you just say, you know, you have to have certain skills or a certain amount of work experience, we've in the sense used the bachelor degree as a filter or a gatekeeper for applications in the work world. So it's kind of a, a dual force between higher education and uh, employers and commerce out there in business as far as how we, in a sense, you know, I don't want to say discriminate, but how you, in a sense, discern who you want to have apply for your jobs. And so that might leave a lot of people off the table, you know, or, you know, leave them out of the pool if all they've got is a high school education, but they have the skills or wherewithal to do a job, but it's saying you have to have a bachelor degree. So what does that degree really account for? So definitely worth reading. Um, again, regardless of your politics, I think you'll find it exciting and interesting. I don't think it's got a particular political bent to it. Uh, but read The Case Against Education. Why the education system is a waste of time and money. Next book, Will College Pay Off? A Guide to the Most Important Financial Decision You'll Ever Make by Peter Capelli. I haven't read this one yet. This was kind of a new book. Maybe early in the pandemic came out, so probably you know, written well, well before that. Uh, but again, talking about the payoff of colleges. Something specific to community colleges. Community colleges as incubators of innovation, 
Unleashing Entrepreneurial Opportunities for Communities and Students. This is a book from Rebecca Corbin and Ron Thomas. They're the editors of the book. So, uh, again, interesting topic because it's about community colleges and it's sometimes hard to find things that aren't super nerdy academics that it's about community colleges as books out at your bookstore. So definitely worth uh, reading on that. It's not going to be specific about financial aid either. It's really looking at about, again, the type of programs that we offer, how we offer them to students. We certainly have learned a lot over the pandemic about online and hybrid offerings of classes, but what other type of things are we doing as far as programs and such? Next book up, this comes from Andrew Ferguson. Uh, I think he's a political writer, uh, and he wrote a book called Crazy You, One Dad's Crash Course in Getting His Kid Into College. And so it's just a very interesting tale of, uh, again, one dad trying to help his student, you know, help his uh, child, uh, you know, get accepted to college. I think there's a lot of stuff about touring colleges and, and again, all the types of things that you would see when touring uh, different colleges as far as how they try to sell you on attending their school. A book by Andrew Kelly and Sarah Goldrick Robb is next. Reinventing Financial Aid, Charting a New Course to College Affordability. So this book was uh, something that was part of actually a, a workshop a number of years ago we held in our district where Sarah Goldrick Robb came out and talked about the book. And the idea, again, looking at addressing, you know, college affordability and how we really look at these kind of things. Another book on cost of school from, uh, let's see, this book is from Ron Lieber. The Price You Pay for College, an Entirely New Roadmap for the Biggest Financial Decision Your Family Will Ever Make. There you go. I mean, it really is if you think about it. If you go on to four years or more undergraduate, let alone graduate school, you know, you're paying for something other than a house, especially now with the cost of housing, uh, that might be your biggest investment. Got a last couple here to go. The Art and Science of Student Aid Administration in the 21st Century by Joseph Russo. This may be one of the books that NASA puts out on a regular basis, and I bought one of theirs. They've got one also for those who are aspiring financial aid directors. Be on the lookout for that book. Go out to nasfa.org, and you'll find the book offerings they have. Last couple here. Uh, Indentured Students, How Government Guaranteed Loans Left Generations Drowning in College Debt by Elizabeth Tandy Shermer. Well, and that's about as well summarized as you can get. I think that's a fairly new book. I haven't read it yet. It's in my short stack to try to get to soon. And then lastly, again, related to student loans, a book called Indebted, How Families Make College Work at Any Cost. And so it goes beyond how college, you know, families can work beyond just borrowing to make college work for them, get through in a reasonable period of time. That's kind of the reason why I've never shied away from telling students that if you need a student loan, you take a student loan. Because it really boils down to if it means you work less hours and you get through school faster, that's really an investment in you. And that's really what college is about. But it's also that investment in you that you say that you're going to do this, get it done, be successful, and then move on. And then you pay back your student loans versus, you know, for the student who's going to be there 
twice as long as possible because they're only able to go half time or less than half time. Time is money. And you have to think about that sometimes or think about it all the time. But those are all the books that I have on my list. The other top of that, I'd say, you know, look at other publications that talk to these things. I get a, uh, a publication on a quarterly basis called National Affairs, actually printed by the American Enterprise Institute. And there's always at least one, if not two, articles in that journal specific about higher education and oftentimes specific to financial aid. Don't forget to check out NASFA. They have some new books that come out on a regular basis. Also, one of the experts in the field, Mark Kantrowitz, has put out a number of books. And for some reason, I did not have in my catalog. I know I've got at least three or four of his books in my office right now. And he just put out one recently about like who graduates from college, who doesn't. And it's a lot of statistics, but it's worth reading to understand the real demography behind who goes to college, and who succeeds. And there are some breakdowns there that will be surprising for many of us. But that's all we really have on this topic. I wanted you to get an idea of my bookshelf. I'll try to put the whole listing into the show notes if I can make it all fit. Otherwise, this is going to be the wrap-up of our last of our makeup episodes. We'll be back to regular episodes right after Memorial Day holiday weekend. So I want to thank you for tuning in and keep in mind that What's Brewing CISA is a production of Studio 1051, a creative collaboration of me and Danny Yarbrough. This has been episode number 191, recorded Friday, May 27th, 2022. Everybody have a great day.